And now, live from the new house in Burbank, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guest. She's a comedian who's such a good friend, she'll gladly take the blame for your stinky burps. It's Renee Colvert. And he's a comedian, and the man Natalie Portman could have snagged if only she'd played her cards right. It's Ben Glebe. Chef Jeff is here to tell us about his favorite SoCal Calzone Zone. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the Love Bus. Say hello to your best friend, Allison Rose. Hello, my little Colonel Jeff's Earthquake Kit Almond Biscotti. That carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon. Patreon.com slash Alison Rosen by Lisa Lowry. And for anyone who doesn't get the reference, we were talking about... I don't even get the reference. (laughs) I do. Were we talking about earthquake kits? I think we were talking about... Some kind of preppy prepperness. Yeah, like stuff that, yeah. And you were saying that anytime you receive food that you don't want, you're like, I'll keep this for the earthquake kit. Right. And then if there, if the shit goes down, you're just going to be faced with like a bunch of almond biscotti. Yeah, from airlines that are no longer in business. Right. That being, right, like your TWA almond biscotti. <laughs> <laughs> that being mm. said, at the time, I was thinking we should just trade kits because I like almond biscotti. Do you like 15-year-old almond biscottis? It just it sounds aged. Delicious. It is yeah. aged. <laughs> oh, that's... Oh, I'd like to say hello to my guests. Hello, Renee Colvert. Well, hello. Happy New Year. Thank you. I Is the plan for us to not all spend the apocalypse together? Because that's what I was planning on. Do you like almond biscotti? Because we have a lot. Well, I was just wondering why you'd have to swap. We're all going right. to bundle up to... I'm coming okay, here yeah. during the apocalypse. We're going we're gonna to record. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to continue. <laughs> if there's one thing well. I can commit to you guys, it's that I will continue my recording Thank schedule. You. Thank you. Uh, hello. Welcome back. Hello, Ben Glebe. Hello. Delicious was your non-sequitur <laughs> drop from last time, mm-hmm. and a lot of people enjoyed it a lot. My sister told me that she couldn't stop giggling. Oh, that's a lot of fun. She's a She's a discriminating fan well I'm, I'm i'm honored to hear that i also truly love love almond biscottis haven't had one in many years also and it brings back nostalgic feelings for me i find them delicious <laughs> you made it work mm-hmm. now how do you think you would feel about an old one because i feel like a fresh one an old one it's all the same they're definitely all hard but sometimes <laughs> <laughs> when they get when they get old they just actually get kind of softer and right. like stay away and then they're no good it's counterintuitive huh. yeah it's like after it feels like after you've already dipped it in a coffee or something yeah but you haven't <laughs> and it's not wet right so what's the parameter for it's still good if you break a tooth still good i mean honestly i would eat a soft one okay, okay. i would yeah. yeah yeah that love goes deep it's gonna make a lot of people happy to hear that <laughs> <laughs> and Daniel will be joining us in a moment. He had to step out for a second because we have a child and it's just a long story. <coughs> I choked <coughs> on the truth. <laughs> Jeff, hello. Hi, Allison. Any New Year's resolutions? Because I don't take shit from anyone anymore. That's my Clearly, new personality. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Once again, I'm going to be unapologetic. And I'm going to be one of those, um, because I don't take shit from anyone anymore. That's my new personality. But also, 
someone said well-behaved women seldom make history. So that <laughs> I'm going to tattoo that on my ankle. Yeah. I won't, I'll never be able to read it, at least not while I'm pregnant. <laughs> but anyway, Daniel has joined us. Hi. Okay. Why don't you pull that mic closer to you? You've missed so much, Daniel. Yeah. Fuck. I'm going to have to listen for once. What the fuck? <laughs> How's it going? Good. I had to put baby to sleep. How'd that go? Nobody puts baby to uh, oh. <laughs> He was a little upset uh, at first because you came in the room. You got to, honey, you got to be like in and out when you okay. say goodnight. When you dilly-dally... It just makes it harder for the rest of the crew. <laughs> is that you? Yeah. The, the team. The, the bedtime troop. crew. Yeah. Okay. Do you think he's sad just because he's not going to be able to hear the podcast live? <laughs> he's, uh, that is how big a fan he is. He, um, he just wants mommy. Well, see, I know. I noticed that tonight, but you, I didn't realize that. Now I know. I just got to go in and out. And you don't say notice goodnight. whenever I'm like, okay, every night. <laughs> Wait, what was the reason for the dilly dally? What were, your, what were we doing? Just interacting with him and Aww. saying he's cute. To him. It's hard to not, you know. Well, so lo- yeah, I I said good night to him, and then he like wanted to get up, and then I thought he wanted, you know, he didn't want me to leave, so then I didn't want to leave because he didn't want me to leave. Anyway, you have to pop in and out, though. I feel like it's even good advice for parenting in general. Yeah, <laughs> barely pay attention. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah, Facetime it in next time. You well, so that, is right? that why he was yeah. was fussing? Because he wanted me oh, or because he, he was didn't tired. want to go to sleep. He was tired. And when he's then he's looking for, it's counterintuitive, but when he's super tired, he's looking for any reason not to go to sleep. Yes. And that's we'll like get his upset. daddy. Yes. <laughs> and um, so you are an excuse to not focus on the task at hand, which is getting with the sleep. Anyway. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Welcome. Um, so. Ben Glebe is the one who turned me on to this. Gl- new- ben Glebe's here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? You never looked to your right. <laughs> He's a very stiff neck. There's a lot I of stuff that. on my right. I'm finding. Uh, this new thing that I try to remember to do, which I often don't remember to do, which is instead of throwing out where you can find us, that there's no T in that. Instead of throwing out our social media handles and whatnots at the end of the show, mm. I try to remember to do it at the beginning of the show so they can tweet or Instagram, or Slack, or Bingle, or whatever it is, at us at the time. Renee, where do we find you? Yes, you guys, I deleted Twitter. It's oh gone. Oh, my God. It's no gone. more. What? Can you believe? Renee. New me. I'm really sorry. Are, yeah, I know. How are we going to keep in touch anymore? I don't know. I know, but I'm still on Instagram. So, uh, Renee S. Culvert. Uh, come find me there. Tweet at me there. Wait. Yeah. Tell us more about this. this because I mentioned this on Childish, my other podcast with Greg Fitzsimmons, which I think everyone should listen to, childishpod.com. Um, you just got Fitz dog. <laughs> <laughs> I, so Sarah, you guys know Sarah Schaefer, yes. the comedian. So mm-hmm. now I'm talking about this on all of my podcasts and I should right. probably go on other people's podcasts and talk about it. W- she, one great way to sell your other podcasts is to talk about how you talk about the same stuff on both podcasts. <laughs> but with different tones. That's right. And enthusiasm. Yeah. Come yeah. for the different enthusiasm. Uh, honestly, I don't repeat myself. Just this particular story uh, made such an impact on me that I must share. So Sarah Schaefer, comedian Sarah Schaefer, who's been on my show, posted this list of all the stuff she accomplished since she 
gave up social media. No. Oh wow! She <laughs> she like got one of those. Apps. I gotta go. I gotta Wait, go. But where I did can't she hear post this? Story. She's not on I know. social media. And she like acknowledged the irony okay. of that. Okay. But that's fair. She got one of those apps that locks you out for. I think it's the Freedom app is one of them, and like, it like locks you out of whatever you tell it to lock you out of mm-hmm. for whatever hours. So she limited like for twenty two hours. She couldn't access those. Um, and I asked her, I'm like, when did you allow yourself Twitter? And she said from one to three, but specifically not getting on Twitter in the morning was mm-hmm. helpful to her. And I check Twitter I in the middle of the night. Like yeah. I wake up a thousand times in the night and I check Twitter and I check email and it doesn't make me feel good. But anyway, she like, so she didn't quit them cold turkey. She no. just gave herself a few hours off of each, yes. each day. Oh, I'm fascinated. Well, a number of hours off this each I could day. Do. This I could do. Yeah, because she used to check Twitter in the morning. Twitter was the one that I think was the worst for her. She used to right. check it in the morning. And she talks about feeling like she, like, you know, in the industry that we're in, we feel like we have to be on them all the time for our careers, mm. but that's a myth. Mm. And then just this, like, incredible list of all this shit she accomplished. Like Since what? September, she, like, rewrote her book, wrote for the Mark Twain Prize, um, just Mark Twain. Yeah. <laughs> wrote for Mark Twain. Her real quick. I forget. There's you have to listen to Childish to hear because hey, I read even the list doing on two Childish. Things is more than I'm accomplishing no, but it's most like, years. It's yeah. like ten things. Whoa. She did like a ton of stuff. It's crazy. Because uh, the iPhone now lets lets you set time limits on different apps. Oh, really? Just built in. But so I've that. been doing this for about a month. But it's not very good because you just have to click ignore for 15 minutes or ignore for today and then it gives you access. And right. so all I'm doing is delaying getting into that app for about five seconds. Yeah. I think about doing it every day while I'm on Twitter. Yeah. So I it's mean, not, that's I'm good not there for yet. people who are using Twitter to not do other things. But I'm, you know, you know when I'm in the bathroom based on when you see a bunch of retweets from me. <laughs> Mm. You know, there'll be That's nothing, and then suddenly, like oh. five retweets. You know, okay, Dan's on the toilet. You just lost <laughs> a lot of followers right now. <laughs> it's an exciting view into my life, <laughs> but like, I'm not. Yeah, I don't feel like it's keeping me it's, from anything. I'm, it's I'm, behind the scenes. I'm, yeah, it's usually in my downtime anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Renee, why did you? Get so yeah, up? so I. This is it's groovy. Get ready. I was trying to. Pinpoint, I love stuff that's groovy. Well, what's making me bummed out? And so then I just like out loud was just before I went on Twitter I was like I feel I feel good I'm gonna go for a run and then after I was done I was like I'm sad <laughs> I'm upset and so just like noticing like every single time it was such a drastic difference in how I felt I was like I don't need to be on here uh, and I didn't have a lot of followers to start off with so it was I think for people who have like a lot of followers and do get work off of it I think it is a difficult thing but it was I was just telling you about my dog on there I can do that over <laughs> Instagram that's fine all right so did you tell us where you are on Instagram sure uh, Renee S. Colvert there we go Ben your game show Idiot Test is now streaming on Netflix this is Net- true Netflix algorithm thinks all I want to do is watch your show I love <laughs> yeah. that which you know it's right. I do I keep hearing it, that from people. But, it's the you best know, news. You're definitely getting the, the... I don't know what you did with the algorithm. Did yeah. you take it out for drinks or something? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give it a little, you know... I did all kinds of stuff. Under the bleachers or Used something? all my fingers. Nice. <laughs> Where's the milkshake? <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that me? Yeah. It's oh, U.S. Wow. Caitlyn Jenner. Where's oh, the milkshake? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Memories flying back at me. That's not a bad impression now that I reflect back. Uh, yeah, so many people are telling me that it's trending on Netflix, it's popular on Netflix, it's in critically acclaimed sh- shows on there, so please watch Idiot Test, one word, on Netflix, and then we'll get more seasons, and that would be really great. But it's incredible, it's like it's it's like the show's brand new again, and um, Snoop Dogg just Instagrammed a clip of it. 
Oh, how cool. And Very was cool. Was he on it? not tag us in any respect. No, he just <laughs> liked a clip of me making fun of a woman's wig. <laughs> For people who don't know what Idiot Test is, can you explain it? Sure. It is a brain teaser game show where, so instead of most game shows just testing trivia, which to me is kind of silly because you either know a fact or you don't. But this game, you don't need to know anything. You just test how your brain works. Are you a smart person or not? And so these visual brain puzzles you answer on a huge touch screen in the middle of the set. There's a live studio audience, shiny floor game show. But when you get the questions wrong, I make fun of you. And it turns into a roast, basically, of these people that think they're smart. <laughs> I ask every Which contestant. is everybody. It's everybody. Yeah. I ask everybody what makes them think they're not an idiot. And then their answer is always stupid. And I hammer them hard about basically who they think they are That's and what their life cathartic. is. That's got to be cathartic. Oh, it's the best. For, for me, it's for amazing. Ben. Yeah, for you. For it's you. not great for them. High suicide rate for a lot of our contestants. <laughs> but the ones who make it through, they get stronger. Yeah. Which so it's like Hunger Games. Tear ratio. How often do you make people cry? I don't make people cry a lot. It's either they survive or they don't. And if they survive, they're strong and they're happy. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really nice. It's a heartwarming story. And uh, I hope people watch it. And then, uh, yeah, and then they can watch it. And they can follow me at Ben Glebe on all the socials as well. Are you wearing a homemade idiot test captain's hat? Well, that's one way to put it. Yeah. What's another? Sorry. What's a better way to put it? Well, I, homemade implies I made it, which I didn't. It would be slightly sadder than the incredible sadness of what I'm already wearing. My hair was not good. Didn't okay. not do my hair today. Didn't get my hair done. You didn't and get so, your hair did? Nope. And I wanted, <laughs> I wanted to wear a hat, and I was running late to get over here, and I just saw my captain's hat there, and I'm like, eh, may as well. Never wear the captain's hat. They made it, they gave it to me for an episode of Idiot Test where we had flight attendants against pilots, and gotcha. uh, and so they made an Idiot Test pilot's hat. It does make me want to defer to you. That's really yeah. sweet. So Thank you so much. Working. What do we do? Thank I gotta you take so a much. photo of you that. in the hat for Patreon. Sure. Where's the milkshake? <laughs> <laughs> Ah, Patreon. <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. I just did a couple different looks for you there. I hope you grabbed a few. Thank you. Yeah. You know your angles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got a chicken neck too. You guys know that trick? No. What is that? If you ever want to not ever have a double chin in a photo. I always want to not ever have a double chin in a photo. <laughs> you just have to go like this. You have to just stick your neck, I mean your chin forward a little bit like a chicken and you will never have a double chin in a photo. But Even if you're that. real fat. Here's my concern. that Then it makes your neck look shorter. No, it looks a little longer, really. Look, 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 look at my neck now, and look at my neck now. Well, but, but you, you did don't more than look... chicken neck. You just like also. Well, okay. Rose. Even even this doesn't 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 definitely doesn't shorten your neck. Your neck's getting longer. In turn, if your you want your you're right. legs to look thinner, send that ass back. So <laughs> so then if you just if you just full blown look like a chicken, mm-hmm. you're gonna look real hot. Yeah, and photos. if you put your elbows back too. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Back and forth. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry, the... Up to the side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. See, I guess dun, dun, I was. <laughs> I guess I was thinking if you go forward, then because it's a two-dimensional photo, it's actually going to make your neck look shorter somehow. But, but you, you, you enough- go forward and up a little bit. Forward and up a little bit. I mean, you've got to kind of like find the angle, you know? Do you want to do a test But don't do it so much that quick? it strains and you see those tendons in right. your neck. I know. That's this is a visual. <laughs> ben, where do we... <laughs> Where do we find? Excuse my smoker's cough that I've developed during this show. Where, where do we find you, Ben? At Ben Glebe, G L E I B, uh, on Instagram and Twitter. And then if you're older, Facebook. And uh, all those, but mostly Twitter and Instagram are the ones I use, addicted mm. to Instagram. And, you know, Twitter is my biggest following. So I force myself to also be there. See, my biggest following is Twitter as well. Mm. But I feel like people might be more interactive with me on Instagram. And it mm. makes me go, how many of Same. these are just like. I don't think they're bots, but I think that they're... Pe- you just I don't know there longer. No. You've been able to collect them longer, right? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. But they're people that like don't respond that No, much. I just think in 
Twitter isn't as you don't get as much of a response on Twitter. Right. I think it has to do with the way it's just like you're getting it in the stream, and if they miss it, they miss it. Mm. You know. But the one nice thing you can do on Twitter for the last few years is you can retweet your own tweet for the last couple of years. So I'll just occasionally, if I have a good joke on there, I'll just go back and I'll retweet it at different times of day or night. And then you can kind of amass your numbers up there and get it, mm. your joke seen by more people. Hmm. Smart. Thank you so much. The people then do see that you retweeted yourself and there's a little bit of drop off probably in your cool factor on that. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not looking for people that think I'm cool. I'm looking for people to that- Looking for you. likes. I'm to, looking for retweets. I want likes so bad. I want I'm going to take so a really bad tweet just so retweet it. Um, Daniel, where, yeah. where might we find you? Uh, at Daniel Quants. D Quants on the snappy. Oh, God. I, I've hovered at the same number of Twitter followers for, I mean, probably a year and a half, two years now. It's awesome. <laughs> no no one knew. A little bit of drop off, you know, here and there with some, uh, when I get on a... Political tangent? When I, when I feel very uh, motivated. But but uh, otherwise, yeah, it's, uh, I call them the, the, the core group. Yeah. They're, the, they're the, the diehards. That's really nice. That's good. You know? They're the hardcore quants method. The, the diehard, the <laughs> FODs. What's that? Friends of Dan? Yep. <laughs> the stealing funnier dies whole yeah. life. I know I can't. Take it and run. Jeff, where might we find you? You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Colonel Jeff Fox. And I've largely given up on Twitter, but I would appreciate it if you would follow me. Not that I will ever entertain you on there. Not that I ever have, maybe, but... <laughs> I'm keeping Twitter solely for the purpose of sweating adequate customer service out of corporations. Oh, that's mm. it's really really useful for that. So, have you gotten uh, results from that? Oh yeah, yeah. My whole uh, Airbnb oh right debacle that I had last year, I got no action going through proper channels. But when I started grousing about it on Twitter, boom, everything fell into shape. Interesting. Um, so I'm having to dust up with my cell phone company right now and they jumped right on it. So I've seen inside the looking glass when you squawk on Twitter, you go to the front of the line. So I hate to encourage squeaky wheels, but squeak those wheels and help me squeak mine by throwing me some follows so that I look like I have some <laughs> internet mojo. Yeah, you guys squeak Jeff's wheel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'm on Twitter at Allison Rosen and Instagram at Allison Rosen. And uh, I would like to thank the listeners. So we did our first ever best of listener favorites clip show where listeners sent in the clips they wanted us to use along with time codes, which Ooh, made it helpful. so much easier. So thank you very much. Uh, the good response to that episode. Um, let's see. Something I need to talk to you guys about. And then we're going to delve into a lot of stuff. We got so much. We got so Renee took an aura photo. What? I got. Are I got you my familiar? Aura captured. I'm familiar. I said that in a weird way. <laughs> You're familiar with those? As, yeah, sure. Uh, as in, like, I took a video or a photo. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Heard of it. I'm real sad I didn't have that the other night. <laughs> People would have loved it. <laughs> you guys, Torrid is a fashion brand for women who wear sizes 10 to 30. Um, it has be I, trendy is the wrong word, but I would say like there's a little bit trendy now for brands to tout that they're inclusive and they make clothes for plus size women instead of that. Torrid is like one of the original brands that made fashionable clothes for for like inclusive sizes that fit well. Um, they actually fit their clothes on actual fit models. Do you guys know what a fit model is? Mm -hmm. I did one. Did you? Mm -hmm. What size was she? I don't remember. 
It was, a, it was a small size, I guess. Yeah, I only know because one of my friends in New York was a size four lingerie fit model. Oh boy, which is like, well, how wonderful for you! <laughs> but anyway, a fit model is uh, when clothing companies want to um, test their or like proportion their clothes to an actual human as opposed to a mannequin and apparently it's like more and more rare to actually do that but especially for the bigger sizes it really helps to use actual women at each different size and and fit their clothes to them that's how focus toward is on doing like having the perfect fit for your body the girl i did Um, was very tall very tall like 511 you want a medal yeah Yeah. (laughs) does she want a medal I don't know if she could, but might take her down like a tree. (laughs) (laughs) You get her a light metal. Okay. Then she's in. (laughs) You guys know this about me. My, um, my size has gone up and down and up and down and up and down. Now I'm hugely pregnant. So this is, so it's, uh, I don't know how I would describe what's going on with me right now. But before that, up and down and up, like, and starting from a young age, and I developed this, hatred and anxiety around shopping. Um, and I think that that for a lot of people who can't go into a store and instantly find clothes that they're going to like, or they feel like, you know, it's like a crapshoot, whether I'm going to find anything that fits right. Um, it just makes the whole shopping thing even worse than it has to be. And I wish that something like Torrid had been around back when I was, was a lot younger because it would have made it so much easier. And also one of my friends who is plus size, who's so like always dressed in the best outfits. I remember a while ago, someone asked her, where do you shop? Cause she always has the best outfits and Torrid is one of the places she huh. shops. So there you go. You guys uh, experience Torrid for yourself and find out what makes Torrid first at fit right now. Just for our listeners, you can go to Torrid.com. That's T O R R I D.com and use promo code best friend 15 for $15 off every $50 you spend. That means you can get up to $150 off a $500 order. Torrid.com promo code best friend 15 for $15 off every $50 you spent. Torrid.com promo code best friend 15 okay that's a good deal i know it really I, I yeah, only especially provide. at that 500 mark that's yeah. uh, that's nice that's a lot that's off. why you're people's best friend is you give them opportunities that's yeah, right yeah, that's yeah. right <laughs> don't miss out you guys mm-hmm. uh Stick with you mm-hmm. or a photo yes so let me set the scene a little bit i have a buddy who works at an architecture firm uh in downtown la and mm-hmm. he was like hey we're doing this weird thing where our holiday party is after the holidays do you want to come? I was like, absolutely not. I've heard about Why? this happening, by the way. People yeah, yeah, because yeah. I guess January the weekend's is bigger. Yeah, get all December. jammed up. I also think it might be cheaper for the, to I grab the sure restaurants. It is, yeah. Yeah. I think it's cheaper, and I think it's also because companies want to push the expense onto quarter one of their Ooh. books. Mm. That's my guess. All Cynical, smart, going on here. But I digress. Go ahead. All right. I didn't know any of this. Uh, so initially I said no, and then he was like, uh, there's a live band, you can dance, and it's an open bar. And I was like, of course I'm in. Yes, 100%. <laughs> Which of those three got you the most? Dancing. I like a dance. It's fun to dance. Uh, and then the open bar. So, uh, so we got all gussied up. Uh, we head on down there. Uh, out of the gate, I'm upset because there is a live band, but nobody's dancing. And then I carbo loaded so I could dance all night, and they're celebrating like a full dinner. So I'm <laughs> just grumpy that the food's great, but I'm already full and nobody's dancing. Uh, and then the photo booth is an aura booth, which uh, one person goes in at a time. 
They take your photo, uh, and then your aura comes out. So like, these are the photos that people have been posting where it's like sort of fuzzy and, and there's a color around you. Yes, exactly. So uh, the, we went up to begrudgingly sign up, and she's like, there's an hour and a half wait right now because everybody wants in. So now I'm even more mad. I got to wait for this, and we got to do it. Uh, and it just everybody's got the exact same color around them. Like it just looks like a little rainbow around them. Uh, this group was mostly – it was like everybody had red. So – I finally go in there, and what happens is they've got this uh, kind of like steel plate that you put your paws on, mm. and that's supposed to uh, find your electromagnetic energy, uh, and that's attached to the camera, and then the camera takes a picture. So I'm rolling my eyes in the middle <laughs> of the photo. And is this how they qualify you for Scientology? Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I should have led with that. I'm a Scientologist. I would like you guys to come to church with awesome. me. Awesome. <laughs> uh, so, mm-hmm. Oh, I can hear your aura. You guys hear that too, right? <laughs> oh my God, it's definitely getting stronger. Delicious. Yeah. <laughs> um, for non-LA people, it's called uh, OrigamiLA.com. Oh you want to go uh, check that out? Why wouldn't it? So everybody's getting their photos and it's the exact same. <laughs> it's the exact same. And then I get mine. It was a totally different color. Uh-oh. What and color was it? It was purple. Oh, my God. And then purple means magical. And I turned on a dime. I was like, this is real. It captured my essence. We <laughs> got to believe in this. Uh, so then I had a much better attitude. Nice. And then uh, And then I posted it on Instagram. Wait, so what is red? If everyone else was getting red. Uh, and Unoriginal. I, right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Boring, non-magical, uh, determined, uh, passionate. It's, it's all good. bullshit. It's all bullshit. But because mine was different, I felt special and it's, I loved it. It's never bad. It's oh, always no. yeah. It's oh, not is like there anything bad? it's not like malignant narcissist right. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, or weird. like like yeah. cold fish. Do yeah. you guys remember those things that you would the mm-hmm. love meter right. that you'd squeeze? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there were, the other one that I got was blue, and that one was like helpful, a good friend, loyal, and I didn't care for that. Oh, you got too two much. different ones. You get two different colors. Okay, well that seems now even more fake. You're gonna <laughs> give somebody an aura photo. Stick to one aura, to or one. you undermine your whole premise of your business. Keep right. it up, Ben. Have you ever done this? I have not done it. What do you suspect your color would be? I think it would be, oh, I was going to say green, but I think orange. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it agree. Seems right. I should have brought what it up. What does orange mean? Code. I don't, I don't, I hate to make you look it up, Jeff, but it's uh, origami LA, I think. Wait, but Maybe they're not the LA? only ones doing it, are they're, they? I, there's more? There's other people that are doing it. Are this? there? Well, I've seen a ton of people post these. Huh. I mean, maybe origami I mean, doing getting all of them. You're probably right. It's such a gimmick that I'd be like, wait, people pay for this? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. We should do this at parties. I would be very sad if I were, if my life's dream was to start an origami company in LA. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you go? Right. Would you call yourself orafoto.la.com? <laughs> yeah. You can't, you really can't beat that at that it's point. Really un- why Japanese folding so paper.la. It's such a, yeah, it's not <laughs> bad, but it's just such a bad name for their company because what it the hell has Bagami got to do with it? Yeah. Right? yeah. It's true. Not even a pun. Yeah. It's a pretty solid point. It's like Thank you. the word oral, A-U-R-A-L. Yes. Mm. I like the word, but I'm tempted to drop it from my vocab. Mm. You, Larry? Agreed. Because <laughs> you always have to qualify it. Yep. Right. Like anytime. Yeah, so oral. Dumb. A-U. It's so yeah. dumb. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's Homophones, very- get out of here. Is it a homophone? Homo- I think. Yes, I think so. It's, a homo- it's homophonic. Well, they can get out of here. The orange R or a color relates to the reproductive organs and emotions. <laughs> there you right. go. Mm-hmm. How you feeling, you got, ladies? I've been Glebe on Twitter, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, another word that does that that bothers me is everybody loves to write, um, they say, I'm so proud to be a part of it. 
And uh, first of all, they don't often even put a space between A and part, mm-hmm. which means separate of it, then you're being a part of it, separate of it. But even when they do put a space, it's very stupid because it still reads like a part as in separate. And you could just say, I'm so happy to be part of it. And it's yes. exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Drop that A, people. Drop yeah. that A. Yeah. A part. Yeah. Part you don't need the A there. Don't Kevin Hart, I think, even has a part with no space in his like Instagram bio. That's Is why really? it's a true reason why he wasn't able to host the Oscars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I think some people are reporting that, but it should be more it's widely known. buried the story. <laughs> Where are you guys with the Kevin Hart Oscars thing? I find that I don't care that much, mm. like, at all about the uh, whole thing. Hmm. I'll, I'll tell you my thought on it. Please. You yeah. go, you go ahead. Oh, I... I You're gathering I, your thoughts on the reason I jumped I, in. I hadn't... Re- I mean, I feel like uh, if he had given a sincere apology, um, then... Um, It'd be he, he'd probably still have the job yeah and that his, his digging in and not doing it was sort of like i don't know it was weird uh i i personally like i don't have any relationship with that issue so i'm not sensitive to it but seeing people in the lgbt community react and especially the you know the uh like don lemon and black people who are kind of closer to that issue uh, I don't know. It it seems like it's it's legit. Uh, what was Don Lemon's sake? Um, he had a pretty that. heartfelt sort of monologue about it, and his whole thing was like the African American community it is particularly bad with this issue, and that um, you know the the percentage of homeless, uh, gay people is disproportionately high towards African Americans, and that. Um, and he pointed to his friend that did uh, that show Empire and who dramatized something that happened to him, I guess, where his father, uh, what did he do? He like beat him or something like that and, for being gay. And so I don't know. It's just like, to me, it's just like, okay, if they're telling me that they're, it's, what's the big deal in apologizing? Just like, I don't know. The part where you dig in and then act like the victim to me is sort of weird but yeah i want to argue the opposite though personally because i think especially if it's true that it's a systemic problem in the african-american community you understand maybe that's why kevin hart had some jokes many years ago that were inappropriate right more so and he only didn't apologize because supposedly he'd already apologized years ago but he didn't that's the thing so that he said he did but then the uh i think vox and cnn both did research he never he he said he did but he never had apologized for oh it. really mm. but yeah. then he went on ellen and ellen's endorsing him hosting and she's the queen of all gay people and yeah. so i feel like if she decides <laughs> that he can host the oscars then, then they should all be dropped. Fall in line. Yeah. she's like the judge judy for gay people yeah look and it's also you know i don't know yeah if it's a previous I don't know. It's just one of those things where I'll defer to the people who are the have ones strong that about it. yeah right, that sure. have like I've never been a victim of homophobia or anything. Um, so I I'm not someone to really weigh in. No, to- I mean? totally. I mean, I I am a straight white man, so I, I would like to be the deciding factor on this. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, you're used to being the deciding factor, yeah, right? I'm yeah. very used to it, and I don't want that being taken away by others. <laughs> right. But um, When of, will you get your turn? It's yes. very frustrating. It's like, now I know what it's like. Now yeah. I know what it's like, and it's not great. It's not great, you guys. But um, I, of, co- of course, think that the issue is very serious, and that homophobia should not be tolerated, but I'm just not a fan in general of all of these of these 
people coming after people for things yeah, in the past. Totally. But everybody I, has said messed up stuff in the past. Sarah Silverman just did a whole episode of her show, I Love You America, and talked about it on Howard Stern. She did a whole episode of the Sarah Silverman show on Comedy Central in blackface. I, I agree with you. I totally. I think this issue in is a little different because if it was like the ESPYs or something like that, it would be like, what, what, okay, you know, maybe we should have a conversation about this, but, um, but this is the Oscars. This is like a very gay event, you know? And if the LGBT community says we're not okay with this, it's kind of like, well, that's a big part of your viewership. I do think. In our all of our lives, we have experienced when someone gives you an apology that's like, that didn't. I don't. I don't feel that that was apologize though, and he didn't even seem to like. Well, hang on, I'm making a bigger point about apologies, (laughs) which is like you know the feeling when someone makes a genuine apology and you're like, oh, I feel like they understood why I was upset, and they're like, they feel they feel like we can move on now, right? Or the kind of apology that's like, sorry if I hurt you, but and now you're like, right now. not only am I supposed to be over it, I'm uh-huh. even more not so over it. Yeah. So okay. here's the thing. Yeah. Let me just say this. No, but I got this. a thing. Because <laughs> I don't take shit from anyone anymore. Uh, That's my clearly, new personality. Yeah. That's right. Well, this is Allison's show. <laughs> Let me oh, get, thanks. I wish I I'm thing one. <laughs> you can be thing two. It's like a Dr. Seuss sort of ordering of things. Um, <laughs> You're like girl and boy from Bird Box. There we go. I haven't seen yes. it yet, oh, but yes. I don't ha- it seems too scary. It's not that scary. Well, I already read the scary. whole synopsis. So. <laughs> you are stuck. <laughs> she spoils everything for herself. <laughs> I uh, okay. I you never know listen. What's I never I listen to Dirty John. I listen to like half of it. Right, but I'm super into the Bravo show Dirty John. Yeah, and I'm so tempted to Google to find out what happens. Don't. I know because people keep telling me like there's an actual. Ending. I don't think you're no, going to make it. Yeah. To so the final now episode. isn't really. Oh, really? No. But I don't, so anyway, Jesus, that'll make it better for you. There you go. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's, oh. there's no way to know how it ends. Yeah. Good there's job. So many like ways. Okay. Anyway, yeah. we're one episode away from the <laughs> All end. Right. I gotta yeah. wait one more week. What's your take on Kevin Hart? Think. Just <laughs> hang on. I gotta wait one more week. Will I make it? I don't know. Because now I'm like, I've made it so far. What's the harm in finding out how? I mean, I'm still going to enjoy it. I'm excited to see what the payoff is. Try not to. Okay. I'll, tr- I'll see what That's you That's what everyone has yeah. said. There's a lot of people rooting for me and not to I'll ruin it. For, for Are myself. you going to go back and listen to the podcast? Well, what's the point if I already know how it ends? Well, <laughs> I don't even know what Dirty John fair. is. Oh, it was this big podcast. based. It was based on a set of articles that the LA Times did about this guy, this con man, John Meehan, who presented himself as a doctor, but he wasn't really. Um, and he like fell in love. Well, no, he, he seduced this um, like pretty rich, older Orange County woman and uh, insinuated himself into her life and then married her, even though her kids were very opposed to him. And then it like his sort of dark past started coming out um and and I don't know how it ends. This sounds amazing. There's as like a life plan. Yeah. I'm going to do this. You're going to get this. on it? Yeah, you could start. You got to watch it. Yeah. Um it's really it's really soapy, but it's a really good show, but the podcast was very popular too. But anyway, about Kevin Hart and the apologies. I just feel like I've already forgotten my fucking point. It was so good though. <laughs> I believe you. I just feel like we've now seen this happen more than once where someone in the public eye could ameliorate the whole problem by just making, I'm talking about Louis now, right. by just making 
a genuine apology that shows that they get why people were upset. I don't think. Uh, <laughs> I'm driving Daniel crazy. <laughs> oh, I don't. There's going to be some people who are like "fuck you" forever, sure. But I think there's a fair amount of people who would actually who are actually like super into the idea of redemption and rehabilitation and giving someone a second chance. But if you're going to like stand your ground, if you're not, if you can't acknowledge why people are upset, then people can't move on. Yeah, I do think a few people who have apologized <laughs> though. I, you're going to be right in. I swear I to God, I God just want to upset you, you so much. Oh my God, you're never coming back on this show. <laughs> Sometimes I think an apology that makes them lose their job, and so they think, "Oh, if I apologize, I'm going to lose my job." Yes. Okay, go. But no, no, I agree with you. Part? Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah, okay. Okay. Well, here's the thing, though. <laughs> so I just want to quickly jump. But in. just if, real quick, I need to talk about, about shoes. <laughs> do you want to talk about you shoes? You know, you, I know you never think about this, but <laughs> if you think oh, about what the before- point <laughs> of a of a apology is, it's like, first of all, who gives a shit, right? Like. Um, if someone says something, I'm not talking about censoring him or anything like that. If, if that's how he feels and he wants to make a joke about it, or even if he doesn't feel that way and he wants to make a joke about it, whatever. The whole point of an apology and the, you know, the reaction to Louis C.K. last week and all of this is like, we just want him not to believe that shit. We want, Do we to, want Kevin Hart, we not want to Kevin that? Hart to like, not yeah, I don't really want to like, punish my son for being gay right that's what we want the right. apology as a performative act doesn't mean shit you know i don't want to hear him apologize just to like check something off a box if you know what you'd like is him to go yeah i, I don't fucking believe that it's a joke and then we'd be like oh okay or with louis ck it's like everyone was kind of like we everyone th- like or not everyone but a lot of people really liked the guy and we kind of were like we don't want to believe that he's really this fucking monster so we want him to take a break chill out for a while louis come back with an hour-long special about what you realize about this behavior and become a better person because that's what we all want and then instead to not do that it's kind of like oh wait are so wait you really are that or something like oh shit and so i think that's what it is it's not uh hey you know kevin hart shouldn't have a have a a platform or anything or he shouldn't tell jokes it's like oh he thinks some pretty awful shit and so maybe he shouldn't be hosting the Oscars. Like, go ahead and have your career, but like, this isn't the platform for you. And that's it. Daniel, as you walk away, as you walk away from these performers that you one time liked, do you want to get blisters? You don't. (laughs) Now, it turns out that I'm talking about Rothy's and they only make shoes for women. So, you were a poor example. Mm -hmm. However... (laughs) Rothy's are the most comfortable flat you've ever worn that you can wear all day, every day for any occasion. You're never going to want to take them off. They're also made from recycled plastic water bottles, which you think, I don't want to wear crunchy plastic shoes. They're not crunchy plastic shoes. They're, remember, do you guys remember when I passed I a, a Rothy yeah. around the table? Yeah, Super not soft. crunchy at all. You would not think you'd think that they're made from a natural fiber. Mm-hmm. It's like crazy how they do this. They're insanely comfortable and stylish. They are endorsed. I'm, now I'm repeating myself, but they are endorsed by two famous people, Meghan Markle mm, that's, that's and our dog walker. Those are two Meghan Markle people. from Deal or No Deal? From Deal or No Deal. <laughs> the very one. From Suits. <laughs> from the royal wedding that she was part of. Maybe. Is that one called the royal wedding? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, why not? Well, of course. She slipped on her Rothy's on a recent Australian tour with Prince Harry, and they have been flying off the sh- off the shelves ever since. If you are near the shelves, duck. <laughs> but I mean, the shoes are so comfortable, it wouldn't even yeah. hurt you. 
Uh, <laughs> they have the flat, the point, the loafer, and the sneaker for women and girls. And they are always coming out with new, uh, new, st- new patterns and, and colors. And, and I feel like there's a better word for what I'm going for. New styles. Designs. New designs. Thank you, Ben Glee. You're welcome. You're going to want to stay up on their website because they're always coming out with new designs. They don't have any shoes for me. Well, not you, yeah. personally. So but you're a lady. You're a lady. I'm not a lady. You keep, no, no, you no. say you're a lady twice? The lady that belongs to you. You oh, own her, God. right? Yes, yes, Your yes, gal yes, pal. Yes, Your yes, gal yes. pal could use some Rothy's. She's on her feet a lot during the day. Strong point. Yeah. I'll direct her to the website. Get your gal pal keep the finances separate, some Rothy's. Good idea. <laughs> Rothy's.com is where she should go, and she should enter Allison. Um, I love my Rothy's, and I know you will too. Right now, Rothy's has an amazing deal for my listeners. Use the code Allison to get free shipping with no minimum. Oh, and I should have added, they're machine washable. Really? Oh, now, yeah. I'm in, now I'm interested. Yeah, yeah. Nice. they're machine washable. Uh, get free shipping and free returns exchanges on your Rothy's shoes. Trust me, you won't want to return them. Go to rothys.com, R-O-T-H-Y-S.com, and enter Allison to get your new favorite flats and free shipping. It's a no-brainer. Shoes that are comfortable, stylish, and sustainable. And free shipping. Go get yourself a pair today, rothys.com. Promo code Allison. Get this deal while it lasts. So an update about me. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just make it quick. You promised this would be a no-you episode. I have extra amniotic fluid. It's a condition called polyhydramnios. Okay. And if you Google it, which I shouldn't have done, it's really scary. It happens in less than 1% of pregnancies. And it's just like, it scares the shit out of you if you Google it. Um, I had this in my 39th. So pregnancy is 40 weeks. In my like 39th week with Elliot, they discovered it. And one of the things that can cause it is gestational diabetes, although I tested negative for it. So my doctor, I have a different doctor this time. My doctor then um, was worried about like maybe super late onset gestational diabetes. So she had me check checking my blood sugar, which meant I had to prick my finger all the time, which yeah. I really didn't like. Yeah. Um, oh, I remember that. Remember? Mm-hmm. When we were at the hospital, they wanted me to test my blood sugar and I made Daniel <laughs> drive home Remember to pick up those lan- the little finger oh pricking God, things because they come in different gauges, right? And I had bought some that were super thin, like so thin that they're not even effective at pricking your finger. Right. But I just because of IVF, like I'm I'm very knowledgeable about needle sizes. Yes. yes. <laughs> so anyway, I asked them at the hospital, like, what size lancets do you have? And they only had ones that were going to be too th- uh, thick. Hurt. So yeah. I made Daniel drive home to pick up my super. Th- Skinny ones. What a husband. Oh, what a what guy. A it was really nice. What a guy. It was quite a lot I did. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, wasn't it nice for you to take a break from being there? So great. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, but I, like my levels were all normal, but one level each day would be elevated. But then my endocrinologist, I mentioned this to him. I, I'm not currently seen an endocrinologist. Is that a weed doctor? <laughs> it's got an endo and cron in it that's right it's not about weed <laughs> I call bullshit. Um, he said based on elliot's size like i did nef- definitely did not have gestational diabetes because gestational diabetes babies are big right um and elliot was normal size so anyway at our 20 week ultrasound sh- the perinatologist said if you had extra fluid with your first, you're probably going to have it with your second. Okay. And I can't remember exactly what she said, but I feel like she said something like, it's not anything to worry about. 
Right. Like I said, is it a, of concern? And she shook her head. Like I was reassured. I've been expecting that I'm going to have extra fluid. But anyway, now in my 32nd, almost 33rd week, the fact that I already have it and that it's, I have more than I did with Elliot. And on the day of my appointment where they said that I had it, my doctor was out that day, surprisingly mm. out that day. What a dick. <laughs> so I haven't heard from him. The ultrasound technician said like, I'd rather you have, you know, more fluid than not enough. And, you know, based on like the findings of the ultrasound, he's swallowing and he's doing all these things that, that are good. good. So they're not worried about him. And then the nurse practitioner also didn't really seem worried, but she said she was going to send a note to the doctor. And then I also emailed him. I have not heard back yet, but I don't think I need to be worried. And yet I'm totally anxious about it. It's funny Go- going into, uh, you know, at this point last with, at this point with Elliot, uh, I wasn't really that nervous. Uh-huh. I mean, I, I had a tiny bit of just, oh God, what's this going to be like? But I just kind of felt like, okay, you know, this is, this will be fine. And you would think that going through it would make you less anxious because right. you know what to expect. But uh, I am full of anxiety. I think because of how things went with Elliot, I just have this, every time I think about it, I'm filled. like, And it's this growing sort of just I don't know. Like, I'm way more anxious about the birth than having uh, another child. You mean because with Elliot, there, he had to go to the NICU. It's just like, it's such an intense and traumatic, violent thing that happens, birth. And That's how so I feel many, about it. And there's oh, so, so many things page. that can go wrong. <laughs> and there's so, there's like, I have so much less confidence in the people at the hospital um and it's just like i am <laughs> i've decided not to have a doula i just want daniel to be my support person i'm now questioning I'm gonna decision. Be, no but i may get a doula for me i'll be your support but i'm there gonna have go. someone Can behind me rubbing my back you, please, with let me just say as a straight white male who has never had any kids everything's gonna be perfect <laughs> yeah thank you so much you're welcome. appreciate that you're very welcome can you be in the hospital with me? Just saying that to me. <laughs> holding his hand. Yeah. No, but <laughs> I believe all is going to be great. Yeah, it's... You can uh, text me. It's yeah. intense. I do think, though, or it's been my in very limited experience with uh, health scares, that when it's significant, you get a call quickly. That's what I So think I think too. you're going to be fine. Because I was thinking, just to be, you know, cynical like Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> well, like old cynical Jeff? But <laughs> that... Given that they discovered it on Friday, right? If something happened, like the baby died in utero, which is one of the things that can happen. Jesus. I mean, like that's the thing that, and I realized they would have told you. Yeah, <laughs> I well, feel like they would have told you. I feel like if something happened, right? Then the fact that they didn't get on it when they knew is sort of leaving themselves open for all kinds of lawsuits. Yeah, yeah. So therefore, I think we can probably. If they were really work, because I doubt. Sorry, I'm not going to finish any of these sentences. <laughs> I don't think. So. I don't think so online. I mean, there were. I think word counts were important in print magazine, but online there isn't that. Well, un- I mean, unless it's like ads being no. Uh, boy, I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully, he checked the notes that the nurse practitioner sent him. Yeah, I imagine he would have. And he also probably has seen my email, hopefully. If not, then some other doctor, I would think, has looked at it. So the fact that I haven't heard means it's probably okay. I think you're okay. Yeah. You should probably call back. 
Sure. And hey, if you work with this guy and you're listening to this podcast, like, <laughs> rattle his, rattle yeah. his cage a little bit. Let I him did ledge. debate calling today, but then I was just like, I feel like he's going to get back to me. Sure. Uh, well, I me, guess it's just your anxiety, right? Let me it's give my you perhaps a perfect analogy. <laughs> I ordered some protein shakes on uh, Amazon. Not on Amazon. I'm like a, a private company, like mm. a nutrition company, so it's taking a long time. It is the same. You know, it's supposed to take <laughs> a few days to get a package, but it's been nine days. Yeah. And I'm nervous about if this package is going to come. Is it going to come all right? Is it going to come in, in good shape? Is it going to be beat up? Is it going right. to have too much it? fluid? Yeah. <laughs> it's been raining, so that's possible. Is it going to make it to my door? And I freaked out today, and I texted the woman who put the order in for me, and I'm like, what's going on with the package? And she's like, it's been ordered. It's been shipped. Just trust it'll come, and it'll be all good. I decided to do that. Oh, wow. Mm. How's it working feel for better? you? I'm nervous, but it's going to come. <laughs> yeah. It'll still come. Where's the milkshake? <laughs> oh, my God. That's why he's the best. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry for the anxiety. I know that's Thank stressful, you. but I really do think it's going to be okay. I, I think it's going to be okay, too. I think... I. Now, granted, these weren't doctors, but they were people who are in the doctor's office. Sure. They didn't seem worried at all. Yeah. They... They're just people in the office. <laughs> no, it was the ultrasound technician and the nurse practitioner. So Do they're doctor adjacent. Feel different? Do you feel the same? Well, I feel so. One of the side effects of extra fluid is your skin being stretched and like being right. short of breath. And I think that it was sort of like overnight a few weeks ago that I was like, I feel like I got way more pregnant overnight. And even other people were commenting on it. Like you look way more pregnant. Yeah. So, and also I'm like carrying high sudden, not suddenly it's been for a while, but like, I just, I, my stomach is just huge. Right. Um, and I think that's because of the extra fluid. Okay. And I imagine it probably weighs like 25 to 40 pounds. So, you know, so it makes sense of the, all the weight I've gained. Yeah, it's yeah. all fluid. Absolutely. <laughs> Mine's just huge because of the holidays. <laughs> oh, it's that too. Last time I was, I was nervous about having a newborn and all the things that could go wrong. And that's, not, I'm not at all nervous about that now. Right. But You're just nervous, nervous about, about the, the actual hospital. But now I'm experience. nervous about the birth and not, you know, so it's flipped. Is it because I, Asked you to be my doula, no, no, essentially. No, no, no. Okay. Is there a finish line with which you're going to be like, okay, I'm in the clear, and I'm not going to be. Yeah, when, when the baby's like swaddled and, and in a, <laughs> you know, nice and healthy, and they've done all the tests. Okay, then I'll feel better. All right. I, you probably have you have PTSD a bit from the birth. I mean, sure. you thought that. Well, so I think everyone I mean, knows. PTSD might be a little strong. It's I don't think it's quite that, but yeah, it's definitely. It, it took was... Elliot a while to breathe after he was born, and they had to resuscitate him and do CPR on him. Oh boy! And I was like in another world, not aware of what was happening. They were kind of keeping me in this. They were distracting me right. and talking about like, oh, you're delivering the placenta and blah blah blah. And right. I didn't know what was going on, but Daniel was right there watching and thought that we were losing him. Yeah. Oh God, Daniel, I'm so sorry. That is yeah, that's traumatic. Pretty, that's intense. insane. Yeah. Damn. It's not like the Amazon package. I take it all back. <laughs> you don't know yet. Yeah, you that's don't know. So you have to watch it get resuscitated like right Amazon in front of your package. very eyes. I'm just saying the intensity seems different. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. It was it was intense. But I mean, other people have had more intense and I I guess like it was not just what happened with Elliot, but being in the NICU and then hearing stories from people and just realizing like no, this is one of those things. Like Childbirth is one of those things that used to kill a lot of women, you know? It's not like, and it's not like modern medicine has made it that much better. 
thank you. Yeah. Honey. But if the worry is the same thing's going to happen. But also babies yeah. like can yeah. be still born. It's like there's I don't I'm not trying to freak you out, but I'm like completely freaked out. <laughs> well, think about it from this perspective. You know how a lot of people steal Amazon packages before you get to pick them up? Yeah. yeah. That's not an issue here. Right. You That's can't right. put a ring doorbell on your vagina exactly. and make sure <laughs> that no one you probably could. <laughs> You know what? They put cameras up your butt for colonoscopies. Anyone out there is from Ring. Oh, my God. And imagine, like, every time someone walks by me, I'd get an alert. Yeah. <laughs> I was oh, like, turn this thing Too off. Too many alerts. Yeah. <laughs> but I do think, like, if the worry is the same thing's going to happen, the mm. same thing's going to happen. They'll save him again. He'll be fine. Yeah. It's going to be okay. Like, even in, like, a not ideal case, like, there's a family member in my family. I don't want to reveal who because I don't know if the, per- the parents would be okay with it, but that was born two months premature. Jesus. And tiny and with a collapsed lung and uh, all kinds of health problems and was in the NICU for one month and is now the most healthy baby in the world or healthy uh, like young kid in the world and amazing and swims underwater like a champion. It is incredible. Yeah, it's incredible what they do (laughs) and what they can do in the NICU. I mean, there were there was a baby in there that was like the size of my hand. Yeah, that was a preemie. But oh, and and the doctor came in. Once this happened and the family was all freaked out and the doctor came in and he's been doing this for years and years and years and years and everybody was freaked out and on edge and he said, I haven't lost a baby yet. And that's probably mostly the case. It's like, generally speaking, even uh, if there's health problems, someone they can bring told it us that, um, oh no, no, some friends of ours, not, not ours, some friends of ours had uh, a baby and they had like a scary experience in the hospital and had been told that there were two stillborns like just before them. So they were going into the experience knowing that, that like either that day or the day before they were. Oh so, yeah. And weren't they like, why are you telling us this right now? Yeah. This is not maybe <laughs> yeah, the best yeah. thing to like tell us right before. And then it turned out like there was this crazy thing where their baby could have been strangled by the umbilical cord. And no one knew. And they had, it was a whole thing, but it's like, their baby's I am not now. at all. Like I have no faith. I, I, this guy has really good Yelp reviews. Can you sign up yeah. for Delivery Prime? <laughs> well, that's another thing I'm worried about. Well, they are going to use drones. Is that now nice. they might use this as an excuse to like try to get this baby out of me sooner. Right. And our nursery is not set up. Oh. So. Well, but Which we one's first? Yeah. Podcast studio or nursery? Exactly. I feel like the nursery is going to have to be first. Uh, Maybe my priorities are in the wrong place. Yeah. You guys, because I don't take shit from anyone anymore. That's my <laughs> new personality. Yeah. Listen, in order to have the podcast studio set up, Allison has to pick a door. Yeah. Oh. Do you have any idea? Do you have any idea how complicated <laughs> a task that is? Is it going to be a really cool door when you finally make a choice? Yeah. yeah. She, she did I mean, pick I one. I don't know. Be... I mean, probably. But th- well, then again, though, <laughs> it's it gonna, depends. It's going to end up being a plain white door still. With like a little detail oh, no. somewhere. Well, because no. the, the one that she was privy oh, to already that I said no to. <laughs> no, well, I haven't go. said no. She can do whatever she wants. Oh, uh, thank it looked you. like <laughs> it looked like the door to uh, well, like this a is medieval Allison show, a medieval oh, dungeon or something. It had it was sounds, cool. It's cool. like a big heavy door with a knocker. Yeah, yeah. Sounds cool. Although yeah, that's the like, only problem with it's that a is cottage cottage vibe. <laughs> we would have studio. to make it look like a, a hobbit home. We'd have to cover it. in stone and grass roof. I love that shit. Right. The, the knocker might be problematic for audio recording, but <laughs> my my uh, my my girlfriend, my new girlfriend, would would love it. She has a a, a sleeve of of Lord of the Rings tattoos. Ooh. 
Well, love it. this would be a door right her, up her alley. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. Whether you're still craving cozy sweaters or you're ready to start stocking up for spring, Mod Cloth is your go-to. Transition from layered looks to looks you can wear as the weather warms up. Start the new year with a clean slate and a fresh wardrobe. Your closet is ready for pieces that are easy to transition from winter to spring. Mod Cloth believes fashion should celebrate all women. That's why they offer a full range of sizes from extra, extra small to 4X. Got a question about fit? Their team of mod stylists can hook you up with complimentary sizing and styling help. Look, everyone's watching that Marie Kondo show. Mm. We got to talk about this later yeah. because Daniel is in love with her and he claims that he's like, just thinks she's like, it's just that she's so cute. But like, no, I think he has Uh-oh. genuine feelings for her. Okay. But anyway, everyone's getting rid of like most Everything. of their stuff. Right. You're going to need to restock it's with true. items that, that will spark joy. <laughs> Go to Mod Cloth. This is where women who are effortlessly stylish shop. And I didn't realize that. I was like, how do they put together these effortlessly stylish wardrobes? How do they look so cool? It's because they go to Mod Cloth. <laughs> I love all of my items that I have gotten from Mod Cloth. And I can't wait till I can, uh, when I'm not pregnant and I can fit into them again. To get 25% off your purchase of 100 or more, go to modcloth, M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H dot com and enter code Allison at checkout. This offer is valid for one-time use only and expires on April 7th, 2019. So again, to get 25% off your purchase of $100 or more, go to modcloth, M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H dot com and enter code Allison at checkout. This offer is valid for one-time use only and expires on 4-7-2019. Okay, Daniel. Mm. Marie Kondo. Mm-mm. Are you familiar mm-hmm. with Ben? Are you familiar Only with Marie Kondo? Only yesterday that I become familiar. Somebody posted about it. Then I looked on Netflix. She has a show. I I I, I my listed it. Okay, it's Everyone's not the show's it. not bad. It's called Tidying Up with Marie Kondo. She wrote this book, The Life Changing Magic of Tidying Up, which I really took umbrage with. Of course, uh, we all did. Yeah. yeah, because she first of all she wants you to go through your books and like get rid of any books that don't spark joy. And I just I'm like a book hoarder. I'm like a hoarder hoarder, but mm-hmm. I really like. But books. also books. Yeah, and <laughs> also she. I think got in trouble as a kid for giving away her siblings items without their permission. That's how much she likes to clear out shit. By the way, that made me like her more. I know. (laughs) And so we don't need it. General. I just like, I get where she's coming from. It's smart, but just get over yourself. Marie Kondo. I I have one general question about it. Is it one of these things that like, you don't have to watch an entire TV series that like the whole point is like, if something doesn't give you joy, just get rid of it. Pretty much. All you learn after Mm. how many episodes is it of this? Well, she has an, she has an, order to it like first you go through this then you go through this then you go through this oh each episode you do you're supposed to clear one thing for the next one no 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 it's not the ep- the show is like sort of like it's the like dog whisperers and then where the she works you meet a family mm. or she's you not meet a couple. she's not training the mess she's training the person who made the who mess. made the mess she's rehabilitating them um so she comes into their home and helps them clean and then like magically people who have marital problems but i do think people get back together cold sores clear up it's amazing (laughs) Uh, i do think people don't know how to organize and straighten up and throw things out and so they can learn techniques but like yeah i guess i just don't know why people are so obsessed with storytelling and seeing stories like i would so much rather watch her just in four episodes explain the method direct to camera well then you can just get closet. the closet so, i mean the book well, would do that. It, oh, then i gotta read 
I've only watched <laughs> one episode, the first episode, right? That's the one. Yeah. Um, Nails. And, and it was... Uh, <laughs> you guys have no idea. <laughs> Feel free to say that Nails. to me, too, because I have the same problem. Oh, really? Mm. I think we so, all do. Allison, you're surrounded. Nails. Oh, my God. Sorry. Nails, 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 nails. Nails. Nailed it. <laughs> um, there is fun in the show and watching couples bicker. Yeah. I mean, like, I would... I would watch a reality show of just couples having fights. Is it all couples on there? That, well, is, that is all reality shows. Yeah. Well, That's you, what I said. You say that, but not really. Like, the Real Housewives is is not really just couples. Like, normal couples having normal couple fights. It It's like, oh, that's not us. We can watch that. There's something very uh, fun about that to me. <laughs> I don't know what that is. But, um, no, Marie Kondo is, is she's like the, she's like a little, she's like this little sprightly Terminator. <laughs> who just goes in there with this big beaming smile and she's like she says things like if you know it's all in japanese but if if it gives you the ching that which is that joy feeling um but the fact that she's absolutely from day 1 in her life obsessed with like whittling mess down and simply i love i love that she speaks in japanese in the show she speaks yes. no english yeah. she has no um, english wait does she speak no english I think there's a there's a translator. Wait, so I have for to, the most part, so I have yeah. to watch the series and read it at the same time. You have time? to learn yeah. Japanese. You yep. gotta no. be kidding me. Um, <laughs> That's how fucking cute she is. Must They're be like, amazing. Yeah. yeah, you don't have to learn it. We'll we'll figure out a way around it. The translator is uh, great though. Yeah, the inflection ooh makes mm-hmm. it so entertaining. Is it a it's live? Is it like voiceover translator or is it? There's no, a, no there's a translator out there. there. Yes, Marley Matlin style. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So so you love her. When did your feelings start? <laughs> yes, uh, she made it into your dreams yet? We dreaming about her? Look, I <laughs> I think she's cute, and I am enchanted by somebody who is able to be clean. Hubba hubba. <laughs> you know, and Allison, Nails, for some reason, Allison. Is, is threatened <laughs> by this. I don't know why. Because the way he talks about her... Uh-huh. Is the way you talk about someone that you do have a crush on when you're trying to pretend you don't have a crush on them? I don't no, like you know her like her. I just think she's cute. Just no, no. enchanting no, no. about her. No, no, no. This is what it is. I say she is so cute, and Allison's like, <laughs> Allison's like, what? You have a thing? I'm like, and then when you try to like explain that it's well, you just it, it, it she. It, she like amplifies it by her questioning. So then it's like, I, Doctor Professor, it. bitch. I'm gonna I'm gonna email her and and start my new life. I mean, Allison, if it makes you feel any better, if there's anybody that your husband could have a crush on, maybe you'd want it to be someone who lives in Japan and speaks no English. Yeah, she lives here now. I also okay. Think- <laughs> <laughs> you looked it up. She lives in uh, Valley Village. But she's happily married, and I, I think that would grow old after a while to be that militant about it. I don't really <laughs> like. Yeah, I just think there's something very attractive about someone who's clean. It's a lot, Allison. I know it's like that thing where you're like, Allison has lost her headphones. They just fell off of her head. There's something. They're still not back on. Now they're fully off. Now, now she's coughing. Coughing. You're gonna kill her. Look, it's like I'm right on the verge of pissing myself. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's like if that's what happens all if every that's night for dinner, no, no. <laughs> that's not going to spark joy at all, Allison. <laughs> if every night for dinner you have meatloaf, for how long have we been together? <laughs> Should have said filet mignon. Should have said uh, like seven along. years. Someone comes along with sushi, you'd be like, "That looks pretty good." I'm tired of meatloaf. <laughs> 
Well said. Well said. Does, you're, do you get it now? On the couch. No, no. Come on. Can you tell us your Kate Beckinsale story on the mic? I suppose I can. <laughs> it seems you're about to. Uh, sure. I uh, well, I just saw a headline now that apparently Kate Beckinsale and Pete Davidson are flirting. And yeah. It's, you know, it's good for them. You know, I'm happy now with somebody else. Also, but there was a moment. I don't know why you'd laugh so hard at that. This is a very real pain in my life, and the laughs keep coming. It's uh, so terrible. You, the amount of women that you could have. I know. We got to get a memoir out of this. That's an idea. Okay. If I wanted to be Kathy Griffin, I guess I'm telling the story anyway. So I may as well put it into yeah, a book. Do it. But uh, I met her at a party, and she was very nice and a little flirty. Mm-mm. And then one week later. She was at a show of mine, and we hung out afterwards for like two hours, and she was flirting with me the whole time. Mm-hmm. And we had chemistry, as was I her. Mm-hmm. And it was a great vibe, and I actually asked her out, and uh, in a very suave way, I thought. I'm sure. Like, and what then, was yeah, the let's way? Hear this. So, um, we were backstage at this, com- or hanging out outside of the, behind this comedy show, and then with some other female comedian friends of ours, and then... Uh, but then she and I like were like just talking ourselves for a very long time, and then she even like asked a friend of mine what it was like to make out with me. Like these are the questions you don't ask Whoa. if it's like not. Yeah, had your right. friend made out with you? Yeah, yeah. What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> and um, and so I uh, so then I asked her because I know she smokes. I don't even smoke. But or I don't know if she does. Remember, just had a cigarette. Probably shouldn't be saying any of these things. Problem is, uh, anyway. Point is, so she had this like gay best friend who. Uh, so I asked her if she wanted to smoke a cigarette, and she invited him out to join us. And the three of us are there. And I said to her, um, "Is it rude to ask somebody out in front of their gay husband?" Which she kept referring to him as her gay husband. And she goes, "Well, I don't know. You'd have to ask him." And I ask him, and he goes, I don't make her schedule. And she's like, well, I'd love to, but I just told you a minute ago that I'm going to New York to shoot a movie starting tomorrow. I'm like, oh, fuck, I forgot that. But I was going to New York in two days. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, I'm going to New York in two days. And right when I'm saying this, all the girls came out, and the night was like ending suddenly. And so like they kind of salted this moment. We had to walk down a staircase while this is happening. And I still have the confidence to like continue the asking out in front of all of them which was very embarrassing was and one of the friends chelsea handler because i know that no. she got in the way of you and natalie portman she did yeah. oh, you're right no it was not this okay. time it was not so kate and uh and so then i continued asking her out. i was like well actually i'll be there to do the today show on tuesday uh if you want to get lunch afterwards and she's like I can't get lunch. It's my first day of shooting. I could do dinner afterwards. Then I had to dinner. fly out that day. Mm-hmm. She changed it from lunch mm-hmm. to dinner, Ben. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, so we realized we couldn't make it work on that trip. She's about to be gone for a month. And then right then her Uber arrives and she gives everybody hugs goodbye. And I did not have the confidence in front of all of them to then also ask for her number. And oh. so I didn't get the number and she disappeared from my life. I never saw her again. Jeez, that was like... A real that was real as was opposed real. to the, like the moment she left. Yeah, the Natalie <laughs> Portman thing, thing was like total fantasy, plausibly in my head. Right. But this one, the second she got in that Uber, all the girls turned to me and they're like, "Ben, Natalie, uh, Nat, Kate Beckinsale was just flirting with you for two hours." And I was like, "I know this." And then I begged my friends, my friend who, to, my friend that's friends with her, to like present it to her again. And I just don't think it ever happened again. And so there's that story. That's that's when you got to like call your agent and ask if they can hook it up yeah. for you. I've literally never done anything like that, but I feel yeah. like people do that. Stuff. Let me let me explain something about how that would go down. Okay. Um, that might work if I were Pete Davidson <laughs> or anybody legitimately famous. 
I guarantee you Ben Glebe calls his agent <laughs> that are probably always on the verge of dropping me <laughs> and says, do me a favor, uh, ask Kate Beckinsale for me if she wants to go out instantly, all respect gone and dropped as a client. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. It's it's definitely true that they would drop you for that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they may not drop me for sure, but no, they'll definitely it be like, like upset and be like, this guy's an idiot. It sounds like a crazy thing. <laughs> it sounds like a crazy thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I get it. I fully get it. Do you know Pete Davidson? And I would be uncomfortable to take my shirt off in front of her <laughs> uh, as well. So, but, you know. Do I know Pete? Not really. I've done a couple shows with him, but I don't know him really. But maybe he can get you He's the not number. He's do that. He wouldn't even <laughs> see her outside of SNL when he was on the Ar- lowest low. I, that was Ariana he wouldn't see right, outside listen, of I'm SNL. I'm very confused. And I'm very... <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. No, why, she why came to do that? check He's, on him. Hey, I have a girlfriend I'm very happy with. And I just, he, it's just a nostalgic he'll story. He'll know the competition. <laughs> and I bet no. he'll be like, yeah, man, you go for it. He's right now interested Shh. with her. And I want them to be very happy together. Aww. She could save his life. I have a girl that I'm so happy with. That I'm not interested in anybody else. I'm just telling you a great historical story. Your girl that's going to wear Rothy's and buy mod cloth? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> with, with her own money. That's right. Because yep. she's right. an independent, strong independent woman. She is the I'd Beyonce of your girlfriend. Yeah, I'd buy it for her, but I don't want to take away her empowerment or her independence. Right. Yeah. I'd love to buy it for her. That's why I don't ever buy her anything. Because <laughs> <laughs> you love her so much. Mm-hmm. That I to, is I want her sweet. to feel empowered. Yeah. It's a lot of love. Listen. It's a new year, and you've probably made some resolutions to make 2019 awesome. An easy one to add to your list. Start the year off right with a pack of new underwear from Me Undies. Uh, you've probably heard of Me Undies. They make, I know Daniel has a thing for Me Undies. He loves them. <laughs> They're no Marie Kondo. Well, no. You're not in love I'm with not, them. Yeah, but I don't want to like move in with them. But you exclusively but I have wear... A, I have a bunch of pairs and they're very comfy. They're, they, I think feel like you exclusively wear MeUndies. If, if you're wearing your good underwear, they're your MeUndies. Pretty much. They're made from a naturally soft, breathable fiber that is three times softer than cotton. How soft are they, Daniel? Three times softer than cotton, I hear. They're super soft and they're really high quality and they fit really well and they don't bunch up and do all those things that annoying underwear do um you can get a style that is perfectly suited for you or your outfit that day men and women can each choose from four different cuts all of which are available in classic colors to adventurous prints um boxer brief trunk cheeky brief boy short and the best way to upgrade your undie drawer fast is by getting a me undies pack in three six or ten i mean once again we can talk about Marie Kondo. Mm-hmm. This underwear will spark joy. MeUndies has a great offer for my listeners. For any first-time purchasers, when you order MeUndies, you get 15% off and free shipping. Start the year off right and flip your underwear drawer. Get 15% off the most comfortable undies you will ever put on. To get your 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash Allison. That's MeUndies.com slash Allison. So again, go to MeUndies.com slash Allison. That's MeUndies.com slash Allison. Let's do just me or everyone. Sometimes I ponder <laughs> on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? All right. A Kimmy thing says every time something is really funny on TV, I turn up the volume. No, mm-hmm. I no, don't do that. No. Hmm. But then you've already missed the joke. Yeah. Maybe it's yeah. like you rewind it and then turn it up. Yeah, I'll do that if I miss it. 
No, yeah, I, I feel think like she knows this is just her. I think she's just. I think she just leans in. She's like, "This yeah. is this is funny." Now I got to turn. It's it a real up. long okay. shot, but yeah, just you. Mm-hmm. There's got to be someone else who does it. Sure, but not everyone. Not everyone. Not everyone. Not everyone. Jingling kite says. I don't understand how people don't know who is in movies. When I see a movie, I am on IMDb immediately after it ends or during if I'm at home to figure out who the people I didn't fully recognize are. Yes, that is me as I well. I do that all the time. Yeah. No, nope, mm-hmm. I don't. <coughs> well, I don't do that. I really? Nothing, I wouldn't. If there's some per, one person I want to, if I can't remember who somebody is, then I'll look it up. But right. I'm not looking it up just to f- learn who people no, are. No, but... I'm constantly curious who people are. Especially if I'm they're particularly good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, it's always. Well, because for me, it's always like, okay, what have I seen that person in? You know yeah, what you I know, find? Like, I'm really bad at remembering. What's different? In a movie, it's more straightforward because you can just, I am to be the movie, get the full cast and crew. Mm. But with episodic yeah. television, it's actually surprised. Like, I always feel like, how hard is it going to be to figure out who this but person is? But you got to know which episode Sometimes it's like impossible. It's really frustrating. It's really hard to. And find if it's a, a show that just aired, often they won't have filled it in. Yeah, yeah. Yet. Mm-hmm. There's this yeah. guy who plays a lawyer on Dirty John, and it was driving me nuts. And I look, I couldn't find it, and then all of a sudden I realized he played Meredith's father on Grey's Anatomy. Uh-huh. It was just in the recesses of my mm. brain. Do you guys watch movies on Prime very often? Sometimes. Sometimes we they do. They have a new feature. When you pause, it'll have the actors who are currently in that scene at the bottom. It's great. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's oh, awesome. the scene? Yeah. yeah. Now yeah. I'm only going so to watch So you just push pause, and then it's Prime. got like, their little icons at the bottom. Whoa. And I'll oh, let you know their God. name. Relatedly, my stand-up specials on Amazon Prime. Looky there. You can watch it. You gotta If you go. pause it, does it say your name? I, I hope so. I bet it does. They only one name in for the whole show. It'd be pretty easy. I'll take a picture. I'll send it to you. Thank you. It'd be great. awesome. I feel like we just watched something on Prime. Maisel. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, That's great. Yeah, this season was good. Yeah. I liked it better than last season. Yeah. Although Same. It's, it's still a bit of a silly show, but I enjoyed it. It's ridiculous. If you can lean into the yeah. format, it's great. Ben Glebe, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I watched the first four episodes, was really enjoying it, got distracted. My lady and I plan to get back to it. Mm-hmm. She already watched all of season one, but she's going to rewatch the rest of season one with me and then season two. I auditioned to play Lenny Bruce on that show. Oh, really? Oh, you would have been so good, good at that. Yeah, yes. you would have really you. good. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, been you kind of have a... Yeah, you, you should have been, been it. Pass. I look a lot more like Lenny Bruce than the guy who's playing him. Yeah. yeah. And it was one of those casting nightmare scenarios that... Do tell. Oh, it was just so frustrating. I was... You know, for a stand-up comedian to get an opportunity to play Lenny Bruce is like a Big. rare moment yeah. like mm-hmm. it could have been a life-changing thing i truly have the passion i love lenny bruce i studied him for four days i literally like immersed in lenny bruce memorized his routines went into the audition and was like in a totally like sardonic anti-establishment mind frame i really was like conjuring this person your method mm-hmm. yeah dressed just like i'm in a cool gray suit and <laughs> loose tie and didn't care walk in <laughs> To the casting director, right off the bat, her vibe was not friendly. And I go in the room, and there's no reader, and there's no camera. Huh. So she was reading with me, and not videotaping it. And the only thing that really separates somebody in acting is reacting, is when you're not talking and listening, of which she saw zero of, because she was looking down at her paper. And then there's one part where I had to do his routine from The, the Tonight Show that he does in the pilot episode. And instead of doing just the chunk that they did in the script, 
I continued for like one more minute of the bit to show her like how prepared I was. And she yes. was like 10 seconds that she's like, okay, okay, got it, got it. Uh -huh. and I was like trying to continue and be Lenny Bruce-ish and like not care what she said. And she was like, okay, thanks. And I just knew she wouldn't even send it to the producers. They'd never see it. Four days of my life gone. And the guy is fine. He's likable. It doesn't seem at all like Lenny Bruce. Lenny Bruce isn't even that likable. He like, he kind of has like, oh, there's a, there, he's evoking it, but it's not an impression. It's not like, oh, that's Lenny right, Bruce up right. there. Um, you always hear those stories, those casting stories. It was like, that, then I did it on my own video and I sent it to the thing and, and, that sounds great, except in reality, there's polit there's politics and stuff. Like, would it have worked if you had gone around the casting director, or would I you just made it. an enemy of that mm -hmm. casting director forever and never get another role? Sounds like he might already it. have. Yeah. Right. yeah, I just told the story, so <laughs> so that's not great. I went, but if you had got it, I would have spent like five minutes after your scene thinking about like, God, that guy's exactly like Lenny Bruce, and I wonder if maybe they were like, okay, well, let's just give a, a little taste of it so that it doesn't take it out of the rest of the scene. But they should have said that in your casting call. Are there other historical characters in the show? Mm -hmm. I know there's like little moments of them, but like a main character. Um, I'm trying I, to think, not really. I don't know. They're sort of hmm. Yeah, I'm blanking. maybe like really yeah. obscure ones that we don't know. The whole thing with the father is based on stuff that really happened, but I don't know if they're real people. The stuff with the um, Bell, Labs. Bell Labs, yeah. Hmm. But I, I don't think so. Yeah, hmm. I thought about posting on Instagram my audition prep yeah. scene. You should. I you feel should. Like it's so you know, you should. Yeah, you should have just filmed it. You know, black I, and I white. I have it on my phone. I know. Black and white and just put it on Instagram. So wait, yeah. so sh she didn't film your audition at all, though? She didn't film it. Right. No, so I just filmed fair. myself prepping. Now, this perhaps a little bit speaks to being too rote. Maybe I wasn't just that good in the room. It's possible she's great at her job, and then I just wasn't good. Maybe there was just too much sexual chemistry. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. The, the, the video I do have is me in the car outside of the audition doing it, running the lines, but just reading the lines of the other person and then re reacting to just with my lines, but not off a person. So it looks like good, but also looks kind of like not not good because mm. there's no one else talking. And you see me say the next line. But to me, it was real. I don't yeah, know. I'll show it to you guys later. Well, yeah. You tell me what you think. Lenny Bruce, At times, I have picture. not liked that show that mm -hmm. much. And it can be too much. This, mm -hmm. Yeah, but... I encourage a boycott look what, is my point. Look what they did to Ben Glebe is what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying. Oh, now yeah, it's just but now it's on. Yeah. It's on. Mm -hmm. yeah. Not so marvelous. I really nope. like Alex Borstein. Me too. But the rest of them. Who's that? She's she plays Susie. Scrappy manager. Oh, yeah. She's good. Yeah. Rebecca Green says, okay, this one needs a little background. Uh, I tweeted something about it's weird how... Um, dogs and kids always want to go outside because I never want to go outside. And uh, she said, also, it's weird how dogs and kids love to run. It's true. Mm -hmm. you, Wendy could be in a deep slumber, and if she has an opportunity to, to go outside and run around, she's so excited. I, it takes a lot to like get me to just get up and even get a Kleenex <laughs> if I'm comfortable. I remember when I was a kid, and I have no idea how old I was, probably like six or something or seven, and I was just all excited about something. And my dad tricked me into just running around the house as many times as I could. Yeah. <laughs> which, which, you That's know, I thought was so fun because it was like this game. But yeah. of course, now as an adult, I'm, I figured out what his game was. Yeah. 
God, getting older sucks. I remember my little Nana used to come to my dance recital, and she's like, how do you remember all those steps? And I was like, that's the dumbest review I've ever heard of my artistic <laughs> genius. Uh, but now I will, uh, I'll watch videos of these uh, kids, like the hip-hop dance, and like how many moves they get in one count. I'm just like, I don't know how they do all those moves. No, I'm a nana. It's just hard. It's hard. It's hard not to run. It's hard I, not to I run. never wanted to run in my life. Yeah, I don't know that as a kid I wanted to. I either. wanted to run less. I don't yeah. want to run at all now or go outside. But as a kid, I did, my parents would park like a hundred yards from the store in the parking lot. And I was like, I literally would complain and protest and say, like, can you please find a better spot? Did you even look for a better spot? Oh, I couldn't lift my body out of that car. I don't know if I had some kind of phlegmatic condition, but I could not move. I. It was a pretty happy day for me when i realized i no longer have a pe requirement mm-hmm. yeah me too did you guys did you guys do presidentials mm-hmm. no, yeah, i hated that. that i didn't do you I guys know have t-shirts oh yeah, oh yeah like the, the, the test fitness the test, test. Yeah, 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 yeah it was the presidential award right. for fitness and so there was like the shuttle run the 50 yard dash was there an award i thought it was just like you get a medal or something mm. no you get a certificate you get the presidential medal of freedom yes yeah pull that off you get a purple heart was it the hang? Did you have to do yeah, the, the arm hang? Yeah, the arm hang. What were the other ones? You had to, there was running. I think there was push ups and sit ups. You had to, and you jumps. to run a mile. Maybe. We had a I think vertical like, jump that we had to do. I don't know if that was part of it. Yeah. Scoliosis test. I passed that one <laughs> <laughs> barely. Hearing test. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm great at identifying a beep in whatever year. <laughs> the president hopefully is proud of my, of my athletic prowess. I think so. Cho to Joy says until I discovered. FAQ stands for frequently asked questions. I thought it meant facts, possibly a fancy or French spelling. I mean, I like mm. that idea. Yeah. I, I don't know when I, I think I was confused what it what it stood for and then uh, once I learned I was like, "Oh." Okay. I always assumed that the appeal of FAQ was that it kind of sounds sounded like, like facts. Fact. Yeah. Like fact. Hmm. I think probably I the first time I saw it I was like, <laughs> "What does it mean?" but I yeah. think I quickly put it together. And quaff would be weird. Yeah. <laughs> quaff. How annoying is it when someone uses one of those acronyms as like slangy Twitter acronyms, but it's like obscure? Yeah. I feel it like is. journalists do that a lot. And it's like, I have to go on Urban Dictionary. Fuck yeah. you. I-D-I-S-Y. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what one did you say? I-D-I-S-Y. I just... I didn't interest you <laughs> i mean i just made that one up oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, write us with your own <laughs> uh leela rolling stone says stuck behind someone trying to parallel park but is very clearly doing a terrible job and i wish i could just hop out and offer to do it for them because i parallel park like a fucking champion oh wow nope Back to the other one, though. This okay. is what's annoying to me about that. If it's like super common, then fine. Like IMHO? Yeah. But if it isn't, you're saving yourself time and passing that on to me because now mm-hmm. I have to take the time to figure mm-hmm. out what the fuck you just said and it's never worth it. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's true. So it's selfish. Just spell mm-hmm. it out. Spell it out. Um, but yeah, the parallel parking, I, I definitely get irritated sitting behind him. I don't know if I want to hop out and do it for him. Yeah, no, because then the pressure will be on and right, I wouldn't exactly. do a good job. It's like liability situation. You, you know what's super fucking annoying is when there's like a, a one of those turn lanes, you know, mm-hmm. those like li- solid line, dotted line thing, you know, extra lane in the middle of the road. And someone is pulling into it to turn left onto a side street, but they just ease their way into it all slow and mm-hmm. instead of like getting into it and then slowing down. Mm-hmm. Right. 
that annoys me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's annoying. Your eyes like yeah. rolled uh, around in your head before I want to like I want to pass them and honk and scream and be like, ah, pass, <laughs> pass, 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 get the fuck out of here. Do we all agree that uh, three cars should be able to turn left on a yellow? Or, yeah. or even after red, I mean, like after red. It depends on how big. So a lot Some of these intersections are really small. I, th- I thought it was a rule. No, it isn't. Like deep into a red, I'll, if I'm the third car, I'm turning left. Yeah. I've heard some people say four yeah. cars. The rule is just whatever is safe. Like if you're the third car and the and it's a red light, it, then you don't get to go. Right. There, there's no law that says you get to go because <laughs> three cars get to go. Really? Three no. seems right. There's another, uh, you know, on Laurel Canyon or any of the canyons where we're all waiting in one line and then somebody will like go as far up as they can and then try to cut off. Mm-hmm. I think, don't we all have I a rule that. where we don't let them in? Like we all, we all just kind of hold hands together <laughs> and don't let that guy in. Everybody <laughs> lets me in. Oh. Well, I, 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 I do it often because I'm often late, <laughs> but then I do it and I don't go all the way. I'm not greedy. Okay. I'll go like 60%. Halfway. Okay. Yeah. That I can work You're with. talking about from okay. the right lane? Yes. From yeah, the yeah. Right. So they're in the right lane. They're trying to get over to the left. Sometimes I, I will, that happens to me. Sorry. Sometimes that happens to me accidentally. <laughs> it happens to me accidentally. Yeah. Where I'm yes. all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I all these know. cars were in line to turn left. Oh fuck, I got to turn right. left. So I pull the Ben Glee. It was the the unintentional sure. Ben Glee. And I well, me, yeah, give the way. But don't you no. feel like you when you see the person, you can tell whether they yes. it's unintentional yeah. or if they just think they're better than everybody and they're yeah. going to the front. Right. Yeah. But allow me to explain my motivation. I don't think I'm better than anybody. I just for me, it's an emergency now to get to this place, and I would offer the same courtesy to somebody who that day they're late. And they're trying to get there. Like, yeah. I know my emergency's not theirs, but Here's at the same the time. Here's the problem. We don't know if that's the case or if you're just an asshole. Right. Yeah, there sure. should be a flag on your antenna. there's a ton of assholes out there that just do that because yeah. they mm-hmm. want to be They're there. awesome. But to speak yeah. to that, but yeah, if I'm not late, then of course they can come in. But if I'm also running late. And then oh. I understand it. I'm like, yeah. like, I'm never mad if no one lets me in. <laughs> But, I'm, but it's a free world. You're going to stop me for trying? Yeah. I'm late. I'm just going to sit behind 100 cars when there's another lane on the right. <laughs> and somebody might this. not be in a rush and be like, okay, a half second to let me in. <laughs> I just gamble on it. It's not the the security lane at the airport, you know, where you say, hey, my flight's right, leaving. Right. Right. So there uh, are times, though, when people just don't let me in and I end up behind where I was. And that's yeah. fine. Yeah. Is it really fine? Yeah. I don't expect the universe to let me in for sure, but I don't think it's hard to, I don't think it's bad to try. Yeah. There's a message. I don't there. take shit from anyone anymore. <laughs> that's my, that's new, my new personality. personality. Yeah. That's my new personality. <laughs> Just so you guys know. Yeah. Now Good. I realize the consensus was that people who do that are dicks, and now I feel weird. <laughs> no, it's okay. No, we've the, all done it. The only we things that it. bother me are the ones where if you're forcing someone to break, um, or you are making things unsafe, then I have a problem with you. If you're just trying to save yourself time, but it's like nobody's really at risk, it's just like, yeah. all right, go ahead. Yeah. So I usually will maybe be kind of like, eh, but it won't bother me. But if someone's like right on my ass, yeah. or if someone like, you know, I have to hit the brake because they're going to slow <laughs> down. It's like, that's yeah. not cool. It's directly proportionate to how late I am. If they try to cut me off yeah. and I'm, I'm like, I'm also late. <laughs> yeah. Work with me here. But if I'm not late, then I don't. Yeah, I don't ever cut anybody off. I'll just sit there and wait and I'll make eye contact with someone. I'll be like, I need some help. <laughs> yeah, it's me, the guy from Idiot Test. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which is now on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. They'll start recognizing and letting you in. Mm-hmm. Or they will hate me. 
and boycott the show, much like the casting director situation. (laughs) Now, here's one that really speaks to me. Becky says, I can take giant bites of food that go down my throat fine, but on occasion, I will take a drink of water that feels like a brick going down sideways. What is that? Yesterday, it hurt so bad, I almost cried. Next sip was fine. What the hell? How does liquid get edges? Hmm. Yes. What is, is that? It air? Never experienced that in my life. You haven't, you haven't taken a sip of something it where like it's it like, edges? yeah, like you take a sip and it's like hurts really bad when I've, it goes down. I've just started having this recently. It, yeah, it just feels like your throat locks up or something. It just yeah. feels like... It's like your throat is out of time with the liquid or yeah. something. It's very weird. And it hurts. It hurts like it hurts hell. for real, yeah. Yeah. And then it hurts, and then it stops, and then, like she said, you take yeah. another drink. And, oh, it's fine. Hmm. It, it, like, it almost feels like your throat started swallowing a half second before the liquid gets there, and then the liquid like forces it open. I don't know what it is, but it's like yeah. a very painful... It's like you forgot how to drink water. <laughs> it's a painful swallowing sensation. You know, yeah. it feels like... It feels like stubbing your toe, except it's in your yes! throat. Yes, really? stubbing your throat. Wow. Yes, yes. You, so you've never had this. No, bend. I've never had that. I either. guess that you one's haven't? a not glebe, but everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so Daniel and Ben, you've never had this, no, but Renee, it. Jeff, and I have had this. Yeah. Yes, but I will do. I have found myself uh, dr- when I drink out of cups or mugs. Um, dribbling it all over my face. Oh, sure. I, I do that all the time. I've really? forgotten the pace with which I can let the liquid flow into my mouth. <laughs> and uh, it, yeah, I feel like a toddler. Yeah. You yeah. just lean over the sink and let it happen. You're like, like, I no, cannot I believe I, I cannot drink coffee without <laughs> spilling it all over myself. <laughs> my liquid mistake is that I just, I know it's too hot and I go in anyway and I'll have a burnt tongue for three days. Mm. Sometimes. Yep. I don't know why. I don't know. I, I know it's too hot. Yeah. I'm aware, fully aware. And I also will eat so much and so fast on the food side of things that it just hurts. And I feel just uh, unsettled. I'm sensing yeah. a pattern. It's like you're driving. <laughs> like you can't wait. You got to get, gotta get push in. it a little hard. Yeah, push yeah. it to the limit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I'd make a great boyfriend for Kate. That's what she liked about you. This guy, mm-hmm. he drinks his coffee without a care in the world. He's willing to burn his tongue for three days. Yeah, yeah, and I'm ready to, you know, eat a lot. Do you have tattoos? No, it's like, no, it's like we each have our own edginess. Oh, some right. Some edginess right. is their beverages. Some is their tattoos. Some right. Is their you're a bad, you're a bad boy. You'll burn your mouth. I'll eat all the wings. Jesus Christ, man. Yeah. Tone it down. Yeah. Look out, Marie Kondo. rebel. Love Asian women. Let's go, Marie. Prefer they don't speak English, so that works. Oh, boy. You guys are going to have to fight over her. That's the dream is like not speaking the same language. You know? Don't you sometimes feel like we don't? <laughs> I really do. It's true. I don't understand it, actually. Like, I know people that have been in relationships or even married someone that barely speaks English. Yeah. I'm like, what, just only sex and physical look? Like, there's no, you're not communicating. You don't know anything about them. You've never yeah. had any real conversation beyond, like, soap bar here? Here bar? <laughs> soap, yes, towel. Like, how are you fall in love with that? Right, I know. Like, <laughs> I have like sex really with them, get sure. Me. But to date them? This must be the shallowest group of people that are dating each other in this scenario. Maybe. Very weird. Well, I don't think I've ever met those people, but I'm sure they exist. Oh, they exist. Those like my people, parents, people like, don't speak, like Russian brides and people that uh, just came here from wherever, yeah. and they're like, I, feel like I just Buble fell in love with her. Has a wife that doesn't speak English. Wait, who? Uh-huh. Michael Bublé? Does that seem right? It seems right. He went out with Emily <laughs> Blunt. Okay, not that. It's an, it yeah. wouldn't be her then. No, it's no, probably but she's no, married but to John Krasinski yeah. now. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It could be. 
So I grew I up like I saw in interview. Orange County, which everyone knows. And my parents were like, we were very much like we didn't really fit in there. But my parents used to claim that all the or- Orange County couples, like they, they never talked to each other. They don't well, no more my dad. That was his feeling about them. Like they don't know each other. So he felt that way mm-hmm. about all those people. Cause I don't white, know that Because they're repressed white people. Yeah, just like rich white, and they have no emotions and shallow. don't care and shallow. And but also, yeah. he nice back. I'm going to go play golf. Yes, but also he would go around and just watch them through their windows. <laughs> so he, he also did. was secretly taping them all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, That's nice. I don't know. Uh, this is a very unrelated side note, but I'm sitting in the corner of the table today. I don't know how the setup happened this way, mm-hmm. but I am, and so I have to have a very wide stance in my legs, and my butt is a little sore because I'm just like sitting in a way I'm not used to sitting. Oh no! So you guys know. Thank so, you for sacrificing yeah. your anal yeah. comfort. Yeah, give a little for the <laughs> give a little for my art, you know. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the thing about this table; it's not ideal because even if you weren't on the corner, there's really nowhere comfortable for you to put your legs. Mm-mm. Probably. Mm-mm. I can't wait for it to, us to get in the new studio. Yeah, it's be a round table. Now. Yeah, yeah. There's gonna. I haven't decided the shape of the table yet, but it's like definitely round is the move. yeah. Or I mean, oval. didn't you have a round in the old place? Yeah, oval. So yeah, I feel like I could sit I anywhere. Don't know. I mean, feel probably, at home, you know. Th- well, then mm-hmm. again, though, it depends. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is there'll be. I'm gonna hire someone to come and cradle each of your legs oh, under the table. On. Really? That's yeah, real nice. a leg cradler. That's real nice. Yeah. Really nice. Yeah. I know. It's gonna be yeah, four the, different people. Are there's gonna rotate five people? Or are they gonna as many as we need? As we need. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's amazing. So your gig. legs will be cradled. Your butt will be comfortable. Great door to get in there. Great door. Mm-hmm. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> I would like to thank all of you for being on the show. This was delightful. We already gave out our plugs, um, but I forgot to mention. Well, we didn't do our plugs. We did our where you can find us's. Sure. I have a book out, Tropical Attire and Courage and other phrases that scare me. Go to my website, alisonrosen.com. You can find info about the book. Uh, you can, we have t-shirts, we have ringtones, we have all sorts of fun stuff. And also, Patreon is fun. Patreon.com slash Rosen is where you go for that. Renee, anything to tell them? Uh, sure. I have a podcast called Can I Pet Your Dog? That's it. Excellent. <laughs> ben? Uh, my 2019 stand-up tour starts soon in Lake Tahoe and Indio and then Minnesota, Edmonton, Phoenix, Boise, Idaho, Waterloo, New York. All the tickets are available at com. Idiot Test, my game show on Netflix. Only the second game show ever on Netflix. My hour cool. special on Amazon Prime. And uh, that my podcast, don't subscribe to it because I haven't done a new episode in about six weeks. So just skip my podcast last week on Earth for now. And hey, cute famous ladies, if you want to have like a couple hours of flirtation that goes nowhere, l- go find Ben. There no, it's go. too late now. I won't even flirt. I'll, I'll say, how do you do? I'm taken. <laughs> uh, you I'll, missed your you window. Missed window. Yep. <laughs> Daniel's available for that. I'm desperate for attention. <laughs> if you don't speak English and you're Asian and you're famous, <laughs> Daniel is there. If you're tidy. <laughs> clean my house. I got nothing to promote. What do you think? I'd have something to promote. Come on. Get out of here with that. <laughs> Jeff? <laughs> I'm in the same boat, unfortunately. All right. Okay. You guys, thank you again. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? We had a good time. 